First thing I want to talk about, and those in my focus group already know what I'm going to talk about, but it's super cool. Okay. It's the topic of goals. Boring, boring, boring. No, no, no. I'm going to make a new word for goals because I don't like the word goals because goals means it's pass or fail. And that's, and that's, I want you guys to change that because a goal, if you don't hit a goal, it is not a failure. It's a step. Okay. Very, very important. Okay. So if you set a goal and you miss it, you fall short, you don't hit it. Guess what did improve during that process? You did. Okay. So don't think of a goal as like a number or a, 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 a goal. <laughs> it's, it's more about how you develop as a person in order to hit that goal. And if you fall short, you became that much closer so that next time you can hit it. Okay, so let me tell you about this guy. His name is Hal, and I forgot his last name, and I should have looked him up between my last meeting and this one. Um, let's see if I can find it real quick. Mike, I like your comment. Make your goals just beyond your reach. I've heard that from so many of the A-listers. Yep. Zach nailed it on the head right there. Exactly. And, and your goals should make you uncomfortable for sure. Okay. It, his name is Hal Elrod. He wrote two books. One book is already out, been out for a while. It's called Miracle Morning. Uh, the second book is going to be out. It's called Miracle Equation. Let me tell you about this guy and why he's so freaking cool is because he's been able to beat death twice and beat paralysis once. Okay, not only that, but he's an extremely successful business guy making millions and millions of dollars. And uh, so <laughs> he's amazing. He's just an amazing person. Um, so when he, this, is the, this is the mindset piece, okay? I want you to learn from this guy's story because it's, it's remarkable. When he was 19 years old, he worked for a company called Cutco Cutlery. I'm sure many of us have heard of that, right? It's an awesome knife right? is it, kitchen knife set, super, super expensive. So he worked as, as one of their representatives and apparently he was really, really good. So they had these things where they would do these two week pushes, um, where like during the two weeks, like it's like a contest and stuff and whoever wins, wins, whatever. Okay. So took me back to high school, <laughs> man. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. I'm with you, dude. I worked for Cutco for a little bit. You betcha. Um, so anyway, so during these two week pushes, so his, his first two, this, this one, two week push, he made $20,000. Okay. He did really well. Okay. And so then he, he looked up the company record. No one has ever done three pushes in a row of $20,000. And he said, I'm going to break that. I'm going to do three in a row, $20,000 and, and make a company record. So the second two week push comes around. And uh, he hits it. He hits $20,000. Now, here's a challenge, though. He started noticing. Tell me if this makes sense to you guys, because this happens to me, excuse me, all the time. He said that during this week, during the two weeks, the second one, um, like seemingly miraculous things would happen. Like one person he would meet with, and they were like clearly like body language saying there's no way they're going to buy crap. And they end up buying like the ultimate big set, you know, stuff like that. Just these miracles, these little mini miracles were happening during those two weeks. And he ended up hitting his goal. And he thought to, in his own mind, he didn't call them miracles. He called it luck. Okay. So he said, well, I just did it two weeks, two times in a row. 
the 20,000 in two weeks, but I don't know if I could do it a third because that second time I got lucky, right? Like, there's all these little, little lucky events that were happening. Okay. So he gets to the day before the beginning of the third push. Okay. And he's talking, his manager comes out and he's like, Hey guys, because of this event that's coming up, it's actually going to be a 10 day push, not a 14 day. So you're going to have to uh, adjust your goals and stuff. And he goes, well, hold on, hold on, hold on. Does this affect your streaks? Like if you're going for a streak and he goes, yeah, it, it still counts towards your streak. So now if he wants to hit another, a third push of $20,000, he doesn't have 14 days. He has 10 days, right? So it's like, oh my gosh, the pressure, right? So how am I going to do this? And so seven days in, <laughs> he makes $7,000. So he has 13,000 left in three days. What would most people do? Most of the time, guys, when we set a goal, what do we do? We get like halfway and we kind of analyze, oh, we should have this much of whatever, but we only have this much. And if you're too short, you're just kind of like, uh, I'm not going to hit it this time. I'll just try it next time. Right? Okay. So, so that thought came in his head, but he said, no, 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 I'm going to just, you know, even if I don't hit it, it doesn't matter. It's all about me and my own personal growth in this endeavor. And see, you know, and I'm just going to work my tail off until the last moment. And, and in that last moment, if I don't, at least I can say I gave it everything I had. Okay. So he had three days left to come up with $13,000 in sales. Okay. So he started, or actually I think it's in commissions. I don't know. Something like that. I think it was commissions. So, so he starts going, 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 and uh, it becomes the last day. He has 6,000 left. Okay. Still has to sell $6,000, not sell. I'm sorry. Commission of $6,000. Okay. So you sell a lot more, <laughs> right? Or whatever. I don't know how the math works out, but whatever. So what he does is he works hard that last day. He gets nothing, 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 nothing. He has an hour left before the deadline. One hour. He has one appointment left on his calendar with some mom somewhere, <laughs> right? So he goes to this, this random mom's house that he had set this appointment with through whatever, cold calls or however he was getting appointments, okay? And he knocks on the door and this lady opens the door and it is not the mom he set the appointment with. And he goes, I'm sorry, is so-and-so here? And the lady goes, oh, no, that's my sister-in-law. She's not here. And he's like, oh, shoot my last appointment, my last chance to come closer to my goal. And it's, she's not even here. So he says, Hey, you wouldn't be happen. You wouldn't happen to be in the market for kitchen knives, would you? And this lady who is from Sweden, visiting her family from Sweden is visiting family because someone in the family is getting married and says, well, cutlery would be a great wedding gift. Let's talk. So he shows her and she's so darn impressed by the stinking knives that she buys two of the biggest sets, making him $6,000. His last wow. hour of his goal, he hits it. Okay, boom. He breaks company records. He's on stage. He's doing speeches. He's doing all this stuff, right? So, so eventually he gets, I'm going to continue his story a little bit further than, than you guys in the focus group that heard this already. So he gets, he gets, uh, <laughs> Eventually, what he does the next year, because he's, he feels like he's done. I want to move on from Cutco. I want to be a keynote speaker. I want to be an author. I want to do big things. And as he's sitting at this last event, his last one, he's just kind of laying back. He's like, this is great. It's my last event. Somebody walks across the stage that made $200,000 that year, and he had never done that. The highest he went was $100,000. 
Okay. So now he's like, shoot, I didn't maximize my potential yet in this company. So he decides to stay on one more year and his goal is not only $200,000, but he remembers that experience of that push and he, he makes it, he kind of creates his own little equation. He calls it the miracle equation. Okay. It's really important. So he calls it, he, he says, I created this equation and I thought, what if I apply it to make $200,000? Not only that, but what if during this year I get in the best shape of my life, I meet my wife and I become a paid speaker in at least one, at at least one event. And he had like a bunch of other goals. He had like seven goals. Okay. And he's applying this miracle equation to all seven. Lo and behold, that was the best year of his life because he hit all of them. Wow. He hit the $200,000. He met his wife who he now has two kids with. He, Oh, he wrote a book that year. He became a speaker on two events for, and he was paid. Okay. So he, he hit all of his goals using this formula, but wait, there's more. Okay, so then he gets hit in a car accident and he dies for six minutes. He literally dies, no pulse, nothing, dead. Six minutes, they revive him. Then they tell him he's never gonna walk again. And he just kind of inwardly smiled because of this miracle equation that he still knows. He applied it to that and now he's a marathon runner. Okay, not only that, but later in life, now he's got kids. He ends up with cancer. And I don't remember the name because it's a crazy long leukemia name of cancer. It's a really bad one, apparently really aggressive. And he had a 10% 10 chance of living. And him being a realist, he said, I didn't have a 10% chance of living. I had a 90% chance of dying. Right? But he applied the miracle equation and he beat the cancer. Okay? Now this is getting a little woo-woo, right? Which is fine. I, I'm all for that, okay? Um, so the point is though, okay, so Zach, what's the miracle equation? <laughs> okay, um, so that's what I was thinking during this whole interview that I listened to, right? I'm like, what is it? What's the equation? Tell me, I don't wanna buy your book yet. Like, let me just tell me, just tell me what it is, right? Um, so <laughs> he says it and it's stupid simple. It is literally like two parts. <laughs> this is so dumb. It, it like made me mad when I found out how simple it is. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> so part one is, um, he said, you have to come up with a mantra that essentially makes the goal inevitable. So for him, it was something along the lines of, um, let's go back to like the $20,000 example when, with the, the 10 days. So he said, I am going to give, how do you say it? Wait, 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 what's the word? Hold on. I think they wrote it in here. Dang it. They didn't say it. Okay. But he basically says, I'm going to give everything I have to make $20,000 in 10 days up until the final moment of the 10 days or something like that. Like he, he made sure he would not just give up in the middle because that's what produces the miracles at the end. Okay. And I personally, guys, I have seen this type of miracle happen in my own business where things are looking kind of bad. <laughs> and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, this, this thing happens. I've seen that happen. Okay. And it's because I don't give up all the way into that final moment. All right. So it's totally true. So he says, 
he would tell himself this mantra every single day. Every time a doubt came in, he would just like say this mantra out loud. It's affirmations. Like that's miracle equation number one, affirmations. <laughs> You'll never believe number two, just do things. Like, like literally, he, he just says, do the actions to make it happen. Like that's it. Wow. <laughs> affirmation and do things to make it happen all the way up until the deadline. Okay, which for him was actually a deadline. I don't know. Was that a poor pun? Was that bad? That was kind of <laughs> okay. Like so, but you get the idea, right? Tell me what you think about that. How stupid simple is that? But it helped a guy not only be extremely successful in business, but also saved his life. How amazing! 